podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Welcome. To played in full. I keep shouting on the intro. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm so shouting in man's ears, bro. What's wrong with you? It is, man. I'm just, I'm excited every time I come back. We've always got something to talk about. I feel like I miss the guys when, you know, when we do the pod, you know, it's, it's important to, to just come back and talk to the people. You miss me? Not you in particular. Okay. No, actually, I do miss you. I ain't seen you in a sec. I feel like I might have even seen Ross more times than I've seen you recently. That's, that's a bit of a why. Anyway, um, you say, man, I miss my niggas, man. So that's fine. Anyway, just <laughs> yeah. quickly, we're going to do this early, from early. So you know what that is? That's hold, on, our- hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we'll get the sign and play in a second. Let me finish doing the intro, yeah? Oh, sugar, go on then. Sorry, 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 sorry. You're listening to Played In a podcast that comprehensively breaks down all the latest in film and TV, all the culture around it. We watch all the shows, so you don't have to. You can watch them. We don't really mind. We just want you to have a good time with us, conversate with us. And if you're really enjoying it, please do us a favour. I need you to follow us on Spotify or on podcasts on Apple, however you get this podcast, whatever way it is, even if it's Amazon, follow us, like us, review, rate us, all of this stuff, man. Show us some love because we are trying to keep it extra consistent for you. We're trying to grow this thing. You know, in one year we want to be in Maybachs, cruising through Hollywood, you know, putting our own films together. Come on, we believe in you like you believe in us. So just show the world. All right, now you can play the siren. We back, we back. I said, I said, we back. And today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite shows on Netflix. I don't really like Netflix shows. I only like this and like two others. Um, yeah. Sex, motherfucking education. Let's go. <laughs> we in the bitch telling you all about your coochie or your or your cat paws. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Education of the sexual variety. Do you know why I quite rate this show? Yeah, mm-hmm. I rate it because it starts off and you think it's gonna be like, you think it's almost like gonna be like a live action. Um, what's that show? What's that show on Netflix? Oh, what's the cartoon one that some people love? By uh, yeah. uh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Okay, no, I never watched it. I never watched it, but carry on. Big Mouth is like essentially a cross between South Park and sex education. Isn't it? Like it's okay. Pre-pubescent teens going through puberty and learning sex education lessons. But obviously, it's actually more aimed at adults. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. But sex education is great because obviously it's teens who are on the bottom end of PBE. They're nearly done. They're going to like off to university and all of this stuff and they're learning about their bodies. But they introduce all these adult characters who are having adult problems and like kind of talk and teach you through them. And I actually really rate that because you've got stuff that like adults probably don't discuss. And I say this all the time with my bridging here. Us as modern men, and modern people in general, 
that was not gender specific. You need to like almost forgive your parents, right? Because your parents live in a different time. So there's stuff that your parents didn't know about that is commonplace for us. Like anxiety. Anxiety, people have known about anxiety for years. I was reading about a Japanese science uh, samurai who talked about anxiety and how he used it to like to, to look out for himself and stay vigilant all of this year. But like anxiety was not a commonplace thing that people used to be like, oh yeah, I've got anxiety. Like da da da. It's only in the recent years that people have been like, oh, I've got anxiety. Like I understand what that means. Like yeah. these pressures, like yeah. even things like the way depression is spoke about and handled. In yeah. Like all of these type of things, like people couldn't talk, women couldn't talk about how they feel about their sexuality and sexual being. Like, before. Yeah. like we're learning all these things as we go along. At the moment, we're learning all about like you know our homosexual and trans rights. Like homosexual rights have come on loops and bounds since I was a kid, mm-hmm. and now we're learning about trans rights. By the time my kids are my age, God willing, that again probably will come on another. Like five hundred, yeah, tenfold, yeah, like yeah, like we'll be trying to catch up yet again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sex education for being able to close the age gap. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like it's very transferable, and I feel like there's there's um transferable is that the is that the right word? Um, I feel like it it like my mum could watch it and enjoy it. I wouldn't want my mum to watch it because there's like I don't. I just think it would be weird my mum watching a show like that. But my mum could watch it and find some entertainment in it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I feel like a lot of the things you spoke on, like, yeah, sex is very taboo. Um, things like, uh, like it tackles very, very, very difficult things like uh, gayness within like the black community um, and stuff like that. And obviously we'll come on to speak about stuff that it did this season and the things that it touched on in this season. Um, and I feel like it does have really a lot of important conversations, but still is able to give characters like it, every, every single fucking character has like a great story behind them. Like whether it's, whether it's Jackson, like I feel like you can relate to any character in there. So for example, Jackson was in the first series, the first two series, I think swimmer um, was set to be this big swimmer, blah, blah. His mom was pushing him, thought it was the only thing he wanted to do. And he didn't really want to do that. Do you get me? He weren't really on that. Sex education having the first for me, depiction of a black swimmer, by the way, as a black boy who swims, yeah, love to see that. Yeah, Carol. Um, and yeah, like, uh, and then like, when he was trying to do something else, his mum was like, no, you're not doing that. Like, you mad. And that really resonated with me because um, without getting too into it, uh, my dad was really onto me when I was young about playing football. Like, really, really onto me. Yeah. And like, um, I obviously reached the age where I didn't really want to play football as much. I really wanted to go more into basketball. And when I did, I remember the support wasn't there, like like it was for football. And so I, interesting. And seeing Jackson's story is is mad. Seeing Jack because it's like raw. I'm like looking at myself, kind of thing. Do you know? So I mean? interesting. I hear it as well. Even looking at Jackson, obviously we're gonna go into all of the characters and dissect them and yeah. love the show. But even to what you're saying, like growing up, me and my brothers have always played instruments. And played sports, right? Like just every one of my brothers. But growing up, there wasn't like I was the first child, I'm the eldest, yeah. So there was no one to like take me to football. There was no one to like help me out, like maybe give me an extra pair of boots, all of this. 
So I did both. But at the time, also, my parents were a bit more stricter. You know, like when, you, when you're when the eldest, your parents are the strictest and they lose their strictness as they age. They soften as they go, right? So I was like, they weren't that fussed about me going football and they didn't want me to work in music. Now I work in music, make a decent living, like it's all good, all of this. But um, my brothers play football and they get like dropped to football, they're in academy, all of this, like all the extra bits that my parents wouldn't take, necessarily take the step further. And the other day, one of my brother's coaches was like, bro, like, these guys are really good at football. Like, how come, like, you know, like, you never got Jason to play football? Jason being my real name. And my mum was like, we did. We just didn't, like, I don't know. I don't know why he didn't really, like, pursue it. Like, I was like, mum, you don't, didn't take it seriously for me. Like, I actually <laughs> used to ball out. Like, I used to ball out, but you know, we're not trying to hear it at the time. Like, I'm glad for my little brothers, but it's so interesting how it depicts that. And even, like, with Otis and his mum, like the way she shows she's still learning as a mother consistently as the series goes on, I think is sick. Like just the relationship you have with your parents, like there's times where Otis has to be a friend to his mum, then it's times he needs to remind her that's actually he's her son. Like like yeah, it's such a well written show. It is, it is. Um I was just looking through my notes as well. Um and yeah, kind of like I just want to touch on some characters, man. Like obviously we touched on Jackson. Um, should we should we should we go through season by season? How how do you want to do this? Let's start with tell me why you first or do you, do you know when or why you fell in love with the show? I this is, this is gonna get really awkward. So I was with an ex girlfriend when I started watching the show, and I remember I think we, we seen it, and like we weren't it was around lockdown times, isn't it? And like we always so by this time it was like two seasons in and I think the third was dropping. Um and yeah, like we'd seen it about and I think we tried to watch it one time and we just weren't into it. So then like we said, uh, should we put it on? We put it on and we was like, what the fuck? Like this is like this is great. Like, um obviously, yeah. What what I really liked about it, it's like a dystopian world. Like it's it's like the the dress sense is like seventies. The no, sorry, that when you look at everyone's house, it's like 70s aesthetic. Then the dress sense is like 90s, 80s. Then it's like they've got they've got f- smartphones, so it's like it's not there, but then they're like doing this. So it's like, what, like, I always say this when I look at sex education, you can't tell me what time it's setting. I was actually going to bring this up, I'm glad you brought it up. I actually, you guys started watching the ex as well. Shout out to her. Um, no, don't shout out to her unless you're cool with her. Yeah. Cool enough, innit? We're cool enough. We're civil. Glad it happened. Glad it happened. Okay. Also glad we're not together. Okay. Uh, but I say that to say one of the most important things about education and one of the things, because basically Netflix is well watched around the world, right? It's a universal mm-hmm. like, entity. Um, one of the cleverest things they did with sex education is making sure you can't place when it is yeah. or where it is. Like, yeah. it's actually a really clever thing to do. Yeah, cause, cause it's like, it's like, oh, it's his house. Like I said, I'd love to go there. Like yeah. I just love to go there. Like I don't know where it is, but then like you've got like caravan parks, and then you've got like side streets, like normal streets that look like Birmingham Road. Yeah. Like it's it's very mad actually when I deep it. Like where is it? Yeah, I can't place it. Some some characters have American accents. Some of them have yeah. British 
tongues. Some of them have foreign accents. So it's not placed in any place or time. And the beauty of that is it means it can relate to so many people in so many different places. Yeah. Like when you go to, um, I've, oh, I've forgotten, in, in Kuti Gatwa's character. What's his character? Um, Eric. Eric, yeah, Eric's church here. Yeah. Like you, you could be forgiven if you took out all the black people. You might think, yeah, maybe they're in like rural Wales or like just past Bristol. But when Eric goes to his church or when he's like hanging about and that, like, you're seeing like so many black people. You're like, this is clearly like near a big enough city that there is like a contingency of black people, mm-hmm. quite a few Asian people. It's like yeah. it's not London. It's not out of city of London. It's not like Birmingham. It's like it to me. It always screamed like Plymouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere yeah. like that, or like sorry. Do you know what I mean? Somewhere like that. I was thinking like, well, like, they're they're not, Wales. like not Cardiff. Yeah. But like maybe like a, like, I don't know, like a Swansea. Do you know, do you know what it is? It might even be, it might even be a little Scunthorpe, you know. Do you know why? Because like, as I said, they've got like 70s aesthetic in the wallpapers in their homes. Yeah, yeah. But they've got smartphones. Yeah, and they've got 80s, 90s dress codes. You know, people. Go all, I was, all I was missing was the old JD logo. That's all I was missing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a genius thing for Netflix to do with the time because it may, means that you can relate to it. Yeah. Like, for our parents can watch it and be like, oh, the homes kind of remind me of this era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, we'll all connect on that. And with the smartphone thing, it's like, what's going on now? So yeah. there's modern problems, like when people are texting each other and people are sending nudes and all of this, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can fit in all of these modern issues and things that relate throughout. I think also not putting it in a specific place. Like I remember bugging out in season two when I heard the first American accent. I was a bit like, why are there kids in the school with American accents? Like, where are we? But then I was like, you know what? It kind of makes sense because now the Americans can watch it and be like, yeah, fair enough. Like, we also relate. I think it's well done, man. Yeah, it's very well done. Um, all right, then. So you said, why did I fall in love with it? That's why I fell in love because it was just very different and, it, and it's like nothing I'd ever watched before. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of. I'm trying to think what else drew me to it. J- Gillian Anderson, to be honest, I, I, I won't. Gillian Anderson is a lying thing. Why lie? So, Why lie? Doctor Uma, you just gotta understand, bro. Uma, listen, please. I don't want to be misogynistic on this pod, but Jesus, Gillian, if you if you're listening, Gillian, please. The podcast is waiting. I saw what you said on Jonathan Ross. I'm here waiting. What did she say? I send it to you in it, but just know. She said she don't get taken out on dates. Oh, hey. hey, 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 Jill. Hey, Jill. Jill, listen, hey, Jill. You know, Gillian is the original Scully. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. Yeah, from X-Files. Oh, mad, mad, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad. She, hey, she's... Hey, man. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Ross isn't here to talk about Maeve, so, yeah. And what, actually, you know, I was really surprised to find that that was that girl's first acting job. I don't know her actual name. Um, it really annoys me, but it was her first acting job, which is mad. That is incredible. Like, yeah, that's actually incredible. Um, so what? Where can we go? So do you do you want to do you want to deep dive into like the backstory of like? Is it kind of like you watched it? If you've watched it, you've watched it in it because we're not going to talk through four seasons of build up, are we? Let's 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 do the condensed version in it. Let's try and like piece it together All right. and leads them to where they are in season four and what we thought of season four. So season one, Otis, he's a young boy. Gillian Anderson is his mother. She's a sex therapist. His father also is a therapist. I don't think he's specifically a sex therapist, just more so a relationship one. And um, 
it's quite funny. I saw that's also partly why I started watching it. I my mother studied psychology, so I relate to children or therapists who have a really weird, like almost overly mature relationship with their parents, and also know way too much about psychotherapy. Like I feel like I just it's my own personal worst trait. All my friends will tell you that I can like just therapize them not a real world but let's use it here or like i can like i'll meet someone and i'll start to make connections in my head and be like oh you're like this because of this this and this or oh are you a middle child or oh like stuff like that right and i like that element of otis i like that because he had anxiety around his own sexual life because his parents were both sex therapists and he would had so much of that in and around his life that he decided to use it and manifest it via helping people at school um, he meets a girl called Maeve. Eventually, like, originally, he was just helping her, but then they kind of become friends because of what she's going through. And they realise, actually, we can make a little bit of cash if we just do a bit of therapy for everyone in the college. Becomes a kind of an anonymous type thing. And it kind of gets a bit out of hand. His best friend is Eric, who is a in-the-closet gay Nigerian. Um, Jackson, who you already brought up, the jock of the school. Yeah. What's the bully called? The head teacher's son? Uh, Neil. Niall. Neil. Yeah, he's cold. He's actually cold. He's a, he's a dickhead. He was in Barbie. Yeah. As was me. As was me. Yes. Um, and yeah, they get out to escapades. What happens in season two? I can't really remember. Um, season two is... I can't remember that, actually. I think that's when um, Otis and... Do Otis and Mimi Keen start dating in season two? No, that's season three. Season in season two, I think that's when um he what I want to say happens in season two is Jackson wants to stop swimming. Yeah, break up with Maeve. He breaks up with Maeve. Now uh, started to realize that he might have feelings for Eric. Like he's been yeah. bullying Eric all his time. Like, actually, maybe I fancy you a little bit. Eric is like finding ways to come out more in public in and around his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, season three, I remember because Eric goes to Nigeria. Yes, he does, and he goes to the gay Nigerian club. Yeah, and he wants to be out, but realizes why he can't be out. Maybe mm-hmm. um, broken up with Jackson, and she's now dating Isaac. The, yes, uh, she. Yeah. yeah, there's like a there's like a well, there was like a weird thing with Otis and Maeve, like they were gonna, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't quite. And then and then yeah, she starts dating Isaac, who is um, wheelchair bound. Um, He's also a prick, and I want to make it clear that those two things are very disconnected. Yeah, he's not a prick because yeah. he is in a wheelchair. He is just a prick. Wheelchair-bound, but also happens to be a massive Oh, prick. my God. And then the best the best storyline in this whole fucking series happens in season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I said it's not animated, but like the ending genuinely like made me smile. Um, Amy is sexually assaulted, unfortunately, on a bus who's Maeve's best friend, yeah. um, a guy, um, I think he just like, like just gets his dick out and starts wanking in it. Like, and then yeah, like, something crazy like that. he's on like a jeans or something like that. And then she's like afraid to get on the bus. She's afraid to like, so she's walking like miles to places. Um, yeah. And I think it handles trauma in like a really like, such an amazing way. In such an amazing way. It's like, people are like, what? Yeah. So um, it hand, um, the show deals with trauma in such like a beautiful way. And like, 
um, at first people are going up to her because she's walking all these distances and not and people are noticing but not really saying anything and then they're like why are you doing that and then she's like oh no 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 reason blah blah then I think I think she breaks down in front of Maeve she breaks down in front of Maeve mm-hmm. and then she and then I think others overhear her or something like that happens either way yeah all I remember is all the girls get on the bus with her and hold hands. It's the be- it's the best thing. I've- Bro, it's honest to God. If I was a girl, I would have cried. I need to cry anyway. But if I was a girl, I would have been like, that's, you know, when things just hit you a bit more, they, they impact you a bit more. Like, do you get me? Like. It's that back to back. So I think at the time when sex education was on, I made a story you was doing this original run. So I think I watched I May Destroy You first and I was watching Sex Education and like I had that episode. You know, like when you watch yeah. something but you slow down and like you don't watch it the whole way through. So I had that episode or the episode before, like that storyline was creeping through, but it wasn't a major thing. I finished I May Destroy You and then they came to the crux of that yeah. storyline in Sex Education. Boy, when I tell you I became a feminist ally. No, I'm, I'm playing, but I did really appreciate the writing in it. Like that, it probably is the most sensitive, like, well done writing they have put in sex education. I'm trying to think what else happened in season three. Uh, Jackson was attracted to a woman who was a, who was feeling gender dysmorphia. I felt like she wanted to become a yes man. at she the time. Now, now they are with they. They, they are, are non-binary. Jackson wasn't sure. Um, Jackson wasn't sure how he felt about that. He was like, "Am I bisexual? Am I gay? Like, what does that make me yeah. for having feelings for uh, you?" And then, yeah, he had feelings for them, but they didn't want Jackson, right? So they yes, they are to only be friends. That, that was that. Um, and then, yeah, oh, it's a Mave back on that again. Uh, basically, the reason why Isaac is a dickhead is because um, Jackson, I can't remember what it was. He said, he did, Otis did something to Maeve. Um, Otis then apologized and Jackson deleted the voicemail from Maeve's phone without her knowing. So Jackson is a dickhead. He's a prick. Um, but yeah, um, and he started start them two being together because he was jealous. And by this time, Maeve has broken up with him, by the way. So they're just friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Isaac is trying to apologise. Otis does a lot of dickhead stuff in this series, yeah. And he's so barely likeable as a character, but he's still likeable. And then Otis Otis actually, Otis starts to go out with the head mean girl, Mimi Keem, who is Ruby. And... We're skipping a bit. We're skipping a bit. We're skipping the part where um, Otis's mum is dating a... A carpenter from Scandinavia who has a mixed race daughter who is also non binary. I don't think they're non binary, I think they're lesbian. Maybe they are. Are you sure? Because they were into Let me check this. Maybe they're bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try to prevent it. Yeah, sorry. But basically, Otis is dating. Look at me being mature. Otis is dating the the daughter of his mum's boyfriend. (laughs) It's not quite incestuous until 
the dad well, impregnates his mum. She thought. This is it. So and Otis's, Otis's mum's up, up and down. Basically, Otis's mum has a lot of sex, a lot of sex, and this has been from season one. So she couldn't really, she couldn't really hang tie down a man. Um, Climb. No, no, that's not why she can tie down a man. She had a lot of sex. Well, that's she it. didn't want to tie yeah. down a man. W- woman empowerment and all them things there. Yeah. Um, Important. Yeah, 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 um, and then yeah, she was messing around with two guys at the same time. Got pregnant. Obviously wanted the baby to be the guy that she was with, her boyfriend, but it wasn't. It turned out to be the other guy. And then that leads us to Maeve getting a letter. Because I always have a suspicion it might be Otis's dad, you know. No, 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 no. It was was revealed who it was at the end of the series, bro. At the end of series four, I I will talk for it. We'll talk for it. Um, And then um, what happens is... um, what happens is um, Maeve gets a letter from America saying she's going to do a fellowship over there. So she goes off to America. And then we come on. Wait, 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 wait. Before you do that, it's important to know that Maeve lives in a trade yep. park. Her mom's a drug addict. Isaac, and her mom's a drug addict. She has a little sister. She has a big brother who is obviously carrying the trauma of having to be the eldest and look after an addict and his siblings. And she wants to escape all that. She's very gifted. She's very smart. She has the ability. She could work anywhere she wanted to. But obviously she feels tied to wherever they live because she feels like she has to be somewhere where her mum can be and where her brother can find her and presumably her little sister and all her friends. But her, she's got one teacher who's like inspiring her and be like, maybe you can do anything you want to do. You need to get you just get everything in gear and really go for this. Really yep. be who you're meant to be. And she gets that letter and she says, Wow, I can go to America on a scholarship. And that's where we are before the season yes, starts. That's where we are indeed. Um and then yeah. So that happens. Um and then we start off with one of the greatest uh feedbacks from from uh like feedback recaps from Gillian Anderson talking to the baby about what happened through the past three seasons um and then it goes into a montage of like people simulating sex and Maeve is there biting her lip and she's texting oh it's like I want you right now xyz oh it's oh oh oh, oh I forgot oh it's also has stage fright a lot of times can't get it Yes, that's the trauma. So he did not realize he had a massive fallout with his mum because he is actually the subject of a 16 year, uh, very in depth case study of <laughs> raising, raising a boy. And also, because you raised the boy in a certain way and you are a sex therapist, he now has uh, a lot of anxiety around sex because he's seen and heard too much and knows too much. And he felt he like he got over that when he was like, you know, sleeping with Mimi, sleeping with Maeve, sleeping with all these other hot characters. And he then he realised, actually, I'm not over it. He never slept with me, Maeve. Oh, yeah, he didn't sleep with me. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And then, so we're on series four. So series four, I couldn't wait for, because I was like, where are they going to end it? Because it was, I felt like sex education had a lot more legs, if I'm honest. I understand why it ended um, this season because obviously the characters are getting older it's like you know they're already they weren't in school they were in college like 
they're then going to go uni and it's just going to, when does it end? So I think now to end it was the perfect time. But I do think, if I'm honest, it did. Ha- it could have went on for another three seasons at least. It definitely could have gone on, but exactly like you're saying, it's better to um not kind of extend it too far. I, w- I didn't think the characters looked like they'd aged that much. Someone posted what Otis and Maeve looked like in season one and posted them in the final season. I was thinking, rah, you lot really have grown. Um, there were still some more, like I would have liked some slower ending system arcs. So we're obviously going to get into it, but I really liked Niall's character development. I feel like season three is a bit rushed. So obviously he had feelings for Eric and they were hiding it. And then people asked him and Eric to go public, but he didn't want to because he didn't want to say he was bisexual. And then him and Eric broke up. And then his dad, who was the head teacher of the school, had been fired because he was trying to push the therapist out, Otis's mum out, for making... He thought she was making everyone horny. <laughs> he didn't understand that she was uh, an effect yeah. and not the causality. Yeah. I feel like the relationship between now and his dad could have been done so much slower because it was clearly blossoming. It was growing. They're both learning lots about how to... And that's something that I think is actually quite pertinent to me and my dad. Um, not so much the bisexualness because I am uh, a cishet man. But the fact that, like, my dad is just not very Connected. emotionally forgiving. Yeah, like, he just doesn't understand. And that's not of his own fault. I think it's just the way his dad was. Like, men who are not taught how to give emotion don't know how to learn how to give emotion most of the time. Like, you have to make an effort to break that cycle, right? It's not something... I feel like every man just thinks Yeah, yeah, man. Because I feel like every man just grows up and you think, one day I'm going to be better. Like, you just think you're going to be better, but no one actually tells you you have to put effort to be better. Like, to tell your friends, oh, I love you, bro. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, now I'm feeling down like, with this stuff. You just think one day it will come, but it doesn't. You, it's concerted effort, right? And you could see Niall's dad going through all of that stuff. And you could see how it was affecting Niall and how he was going through the same things and how it would grow and make all going on people. as well. Niall's dad and mum have, have got a divorce. Basically, it's split up. Yeah, she essentially picked now because she realizes her husband is not the best dad and she loves her son. And she's like, we need to be with somebody who's going to let us be our best versions of ourselves, right? Like, now's a bully because it manifests in, like, I don't feel good enough at home, so I don't want anyone else to feel good enough. And I thought that was a really interesting storyline. That, like you're saying, could have gone on another three seasons. It had to obviously get wrapped because the season itself was wrapping. But I still like what they did with it in season four. What else? What other storylines would you like to have seen more of? Or to build uh, Jackson slower? Jackson that he was dead was. Um, I just think it was very... I think it was, uh, I think it was yes. very abrupt. Oh, yeah. I just think it was very... Like, I, I get it. I get, like, the dad didn't want to see him. But, like, I just thought, like, we heard nothing about this. Like, we heard nothing about his biological father. Um, and, you know... What what happened like and stuff like that and it was just it was just very like oh I might have cancer um oh let me find out my budget and let me find out who my dad is blah blah but it was just like eh probably something could have maybe if there was like a little touch or something or he asked enough in, in the past do you know what I mean then I would have liked it a bit more but been really there for me yeah. um should I tell you what I didn't like about this series more than what I liked because there was more if I'm honest writing. 
Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I just wanted to work some of the storylines in it before. Because I think there's so much to pick apart in what we did and didn't like, yeah? And I feel like, like I feel you, the storyline with Jackson, 100 can more. Isaac getting with Amy felt so quick. Like, because he's only yeah, really no, just accepted. I did see, I did see that happening from like the first session when she's laughing at his jokes and stuff like that. Just... Oh no, 100%. But, I feel like if Isaac was in mm. season one, yeah, them getting together would have taken an entire season and they wouldn't have got together or kissed. Do you know what I would have liked? I would have... <laughs> this is going to sound mad, yeah? But so, but so deep... Oh, wait, sorry. Can okay. you play the siren one more time? In case? Ah! Sorry. We okay. so this is going to sound mad, but I don't want it to sound mad. And if I sound mad, Tell me and it's not me. What I would have liked yeah, yeah. to have seen, I would have liked to have seen something where a character getting with Isaac because he's wheelchair bound. Obviously, that is that can be difficult for some people, isn't it? Do you get me? So what I would have liked mm. to have seen is like some form of like, ah, oh, she's treating me differently, or she's not she's not trying to accept me because I'm because I'm I'm in this wheelchair basically and like they're having thoughts and blah blah mm. and then they overcome it I would have loved to have seen a storyline like that and I feel like if he was in season one there would have been something like that that would have happened I actually do understand what you mean because they made it super because it's like it's, like, it's like, like bro like honest to god like it's not like okay cool be 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 who be with whoever you want in it but some people think about ah oh, what if like for example with black people yeah um, a lot of black people have to, I don't have the sickle cell trait, yeah? My, none of my family do. But some people, some people have to check yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? And, and they're like, ah, oh, do, can I get with you because you've got that trait and then I don't, do I want to put my child potentially through that? Do you see what I'm saying? So like, there's difficulties that come yeah, yeah. with dating people that are, that have um, disabilities or have kind of like, um, what, what what can we say? Sickle cell is like a, a it's, it's not a disease, is it? It's, it's a disease. I think it's, it's a disease. disease. But I don't want to, because that just sounds mad in it. But like, do you know what I mean? It's, there's these difficulties that come mean, yeah. with dating people. Like, it's like people who, for example, people who have AIDS still date people in it. Do you get me? But there's a conscious decision from the other person. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, do I do I want to get into this? Do you know what I mean? I would have just liked to have seen mm-hmm. that a bit more touched on. Because it was like, it was just very like, oh, he's in the wheelchair. I don't care. Like, some people don't, innit? Some people don't. But I just would have liked to see that. That's my Nah, it's interesting you say that. Because even, this sounds so mad, yeah. But I'm okay. watching Married at First Sight at the moment, yeah. And there's a woman on there who is, uh, she's missing her uh, her hand. Even just her hand. Her, um, just her hand. Okay. You're right. And she's talking about how growing up, she found it hard to go out dating or to feel like mm. she was even desirable. Because like she might be talking to a guy, he might not see her hand. They're talking for like ten to fifteen, twenty minutes, and then boom, she they see the hand, and then they decide like, oh, yeah, she got good banter, but she just be a mate. Like I'm not, yeah, yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, sexual yeah, yeah, can yeah. happen. Happen, and like these are real life situations. And like you're saying, I think sex education, if it has longer seasons, it does actually tackle them because that's what the show was actually quite good at. Um, I want to shout out George Robinson, the actor who plays Isaac, because he was actually famous, and you wouldn't remember. But basically, there you got was, a fan in 2015, on. he was you got a fan on. Huh? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Like, Correct. Like, that yeah. peak. 
my laptop is moving that loud. I need to get cleared. Wow. Um, no, so George Robinson, he was um, a, he was a rugby player. He was what, a rugby player. And um, yeah, he was in an accident. He went on a rugby tour in South Africa in 2015, and he was involved in an accident, and that's how Swear. he became paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, and it was a famous thing. It was all over Twitter at the time. So I'm not sure if you remember them saying like Team George and stuff like that on Twitter. But it was like it was a big thing. Like, yeah. It was actually a big thing. But he'd always always been acting before that, and like. His parents were just like, yeah, he was committed. Like, he really wanted to do this from... He basically said, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay and I'm going to, like, pay attention to this and, like, not pay attention to this, sorry, and still live my life. And obviously, from there, he got to be yeah. on sex education. Isaac's, Isaac's in season two, by the way, as well. He is in season yeah. two, sorry, yeah. So season three is very soft. He actually grows yeah, to become like a character. He was a, he was, he was a yeah, prick for that I'm first. You know, you started off yeah. as a prick, yeah, um, but you then begin to understand his motives. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. He is, how 100%. he is. And like, he deserves more. And I like the thing about, well, his, his storyline in this season is not mainly dating Amy. It feels mm. like that's Amy's storyline. His storyline is more so wanting to feel represented yeah. in the school. And being like, yo, the lift always breaks down. You lot have me going to tests, trying to get around the school, up and down. But like, all the money we spend on other stuff, we don't have a working yeah, lift. Like, a bloody yeah, working no, lift. Like, what do you want to do? Um, like what is, uh, what's another storyline you liked? I really, really liked, um, I liked the way they display laid the anxiety of the body dysmorphia. I've forgotten the character's name now. Um, um what's the character's name? I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to search it, but in sex education that character I think um is done so well because it is such such a new subject and such a hard one to kind of for us to like kind of get to grips with the way they've written that over the last two seasons I think is amazing like I generally think that's some great writing because you really you really feel like you get the character and what they're going through and their anxiety and all of this Cal. I still can't find the character's name Cal huh Cal Cal yes I feel like Cal is such and, an important And they aren't non-binary. They are non-binary. They aren't. So he's me. They are. They are. They are, they are non-binary. They are, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like Cal is just such an important, important character because you're learning so many things. Like, I didn't know, yeah, even though it's so obvious, yeah, I didn't know that when somebody transitions in gender, yeah, obviously they're taking the hormones to become more like a member of that gender. So so Cal is taking testosterone in season four and um they're feeling massively horny like all the time. Like all the time. And it's so funny as a as, like, a as a yeah yeah as a man like if you have too much testosterone like if you're not releasing your testosterone periodically yeah let's put it like that in the most PG way yeah you will feel outrageously angry and anxious and horny. <laughs> and like, it was so interesting to watch Cal yeah. decipher that and be like, yo, I didn't realize that I would have 
this element of this gender, but because I've not had this surgery or whatever it is, I've not lost certain yeah. elements of this gender. So when Cal mm-hmm. gets And that's theory, the thing as well that I liked. Um, I can't remember the new characters' names, the, 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 the three... Not mean, not mean. I, I, I'm not. They're, kind they're of not, not mean, mean, but they are mean. But like, they're, 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 yeah, they're, there's the one from Liverpool. There's the girl who's deaf, and then the. the that's Aisha. So it's Aisha, Abby. Roman, and yes. Roman. Ro- yeah. When Cal and Roman talk, and, and um, they're like, oh, uh, I seen you got top surgery. Um, and then Roman was like, yeah, you know, my parents paid like 10 grand for me to have it. Mm-hmm. And then Cal's like, fuck, like, I, mm-hmm. I don't have that money. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's the thing because the, the, these people be waiting for these surgeries and stuff to make them be who they, who they, who they, they are. And, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. kind of like, that's a thing as well. That's a theme that was touched. And I was like, that's kind of mad, you know, like you have to wait to get like, do you know what I mean? And if you don't have the money, like you just have to wait. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you just have to wait and save. Like, you just have to wait and save. And even the way Cal's mum was so accepting of who he was, and like when Cal went missing, like the hug that she yeah. gave Cal when they were found was just so, like, it was just such a warm hug. Like, you could tell this is a parent that mm-hmm. really cares about their child. And it really hammered home that point that you're saying, like, like I'm so sure if Cal's mum could have afforded to get him gender reaffirming surgery, she would have done yeah. it tomorrow. But she just didn't have it like that. Like she just didn't have it. She didn't have a spare 10k, as most people don't have a spare 10k just lying around. And yeah, I, I just feel like the storyline was great. I feel like it it touched on things very briefly, but we need to talk about the bad parts of this season. And I'm going to let you lead with it because you you said it before I started watching and as soon as I watched it, I agreed. I understood. Okay. So hold on. We said you got a hell of loads. loads um, my boy just tagged me in something minute, but I'm like, let me just, let me just watch this. I'm just, I'm just padding. Um, anyway, cool. Season four. Cool. Now, I really like sex education and I want to draw this home. Anything I say, I'm not offending no one. It's just how I feel. If you feel if you feel that I'm wrong, you can feel that I'm wrong, but I'm not saying anything, but I'm, I'm showing the coverall basis is anyway. For me, this series tried there was too many cooks in the kitchen, just to put it to put it bluntly in it. There was so many stories going on with, like I said, like um the inter-trans relationships, the the accessibility issues, the the um the 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 story that we were touching on with Cal. Um, the story that you know, um, the story of the the deaf girl, um, the story of like th- there's just bare thi- the love bombing story. There was bare things going on, bare too much, and even like e- um, Eric fully caught. Co- like my thing is, it's like there was too many things going on in this one series that hadn't been touched on previously. Now, I know all these issues and all these t- subject matters matter. I'm not saying they don't matter. They do. What I'm saying is the way that they've just been kind of like shoved in to kind of like fit a quota or they've been shoved into kind of like, you know, oh, let's... Just- 
it's like, oh, let's that, just do this because you know we're all about this. We're all about body positivity and blah, 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 and doing like it's like it's shoved in your face, and it's like, how can I care about all of these things going on? Like it's like there's no previous thing. There's no there's no previous like yeah. relationship. So for example, when Roman was talking about getting top surgery, like I would have loved, I would have loved for that character to come in two seasons prior and let have a cut let's see how they get the how they get top surgery do you see what i'm saying like let don't just give me the ending let's get there do you know what i mean like it just it just felt very 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 cluttered and the best way i can explain it is like all right cool it's like marvel did all these films and then gave us Avengers. It's like they just gave us event. Like in this series, they just gave us Avengers. They said, "Here's your main characters." They yeah. they, they they said, "No, okay." Marvel gave us Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three, and then they gave us Infinity War. It's like they gave us Phase One to touch on like the Iron Man's, the Captain America's, the Thors, and what uh, what else? And that's that's obviously our main characters. That's Eric. That's um, that's uh, Neil Jackson. Um, uh, Otis, blah, blah, blah. It's all our main characters. And then they said, oh, we're going to throw these side characters in and then, yeah, just just give them your story, give the stories of them as well. But like, I, I don't have any relationship with them. So like me as a viewer, it's like, okay, I understand these things matter. Like the love bombing situation and what was going on there and when my man grips up her hand, like that was mad. Such but, a like, mad it, I just feel like it like. sort of comes off a bit insensitive, like in a way, because it's like, okay, I'm just gonna feel it. In, I'm just gonna do it. Just gonna have to. Like that's how it felt. It didn't feel like it. It didn't feel mm-hmm. like like going back to the story about Amy. Like Amy, Amy, even this series was still going through stuff, not knowing if she wanted to have sex with Isaac or do anything with Isaac, because she was still feeling the trauma from getting sexually assaulted on the bus, and then she burnt the jeans that were in her club. Bro, like that is storytelling, not what you've given me with all the rest of these things here. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and once again, I want to get the message out. Like, the stories are important, and yes, they should be told 110%. But what's stopping the the the, the makers of sex education doing a spin-off? Do you know what I'm saying? And then talking about these subjects more in detail. Do you know what I'm saying? It just felt very forced to me. And it's like, I would have appreciated it more if some of these characters were shown to me two seasons ago so I could build relationships relationships with them, understand who they are, blah, blah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even the thing where, with the lift, the lift situation and that, like, I just felt like, when they were doing all these speeches, like, oh, this isn't done, this isn't done, this isn't done. And I'm like, this is the problem with the, with this series. It's like, yes, I get all these situations, but look, you're just pointing out random things that you haven't even touched on this series. You haven't touched on them. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I get it. It's nice. I get it. But the way you've built up all these other stories, I feel like you should have t- taken your time to build up those stories. Because once again, all stories matter. All people matter. Blah, blah. blah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, now, Abby and Roman in a relationship because that is a trans woman and a trans man. Like, how did they meet? Um, I want to know. I want to know about Abby. You know, Abby kind of trying to not be mean, but because she's trying to not be mean, she ends up being meaner. Like, oh, you can't say things, certain bad things in front of me, and you can't gossip, so you can't vent, and you hold everything in. Now, I thought that was really interesting, flipping the mean girl trope on its head, and also like making it show why it's so important. And I feel like with um, 
I'm trying to remember the character name here. Obviously, played Ruby. by Mimi King. Ruby. What's the character name again? Ruby. Ruby, we finally see some interesting stuff with with her and how it's like she comes from like a more a not so affluent background and why she's how she I is. Also, I also sorry, just quite yeah, I also like the fact that they finally like told us that she's Asian. I I really like that. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, carry on. Now why don't we put some more of that in there? Like there was so much more that could have gone in there that I feel mm. didn't really and it's like Obviously, like you're saying, you can't can't fit that all into one season. So I would rather you didn't overarch yourself and take away some storylines. Like they could have just focused on the people that we know yeah. and have built relationship with. So they could have focused yeah. on Nile, Amy, Maeve, Otis, Eric, and it totally be okay. 100%. You actually didn't need. Yeah. Once Jackson, obviously, you know, even Jackson, like you're saying, the storyline about him not knowing his dad it didn't have to go in there only because we've now got more questions the season's this the story's done forever and we're never gonna yeah. get any more answers for that and the thing is, is like my thing is i'm not saying oh you couldn't have, you couldn't have added a character or here or there blah blah like of course you could have but like you you've put you've put in a whole you've basically put in a whole new cast bro of characters like and, and yeah. try to like give yeah, me yeah. give me a whole like I'm not I'm not gonna follow that anyway like I'm not gonna follow that because I'm already I'm already over here with these man I'm trying to figure out what's going on with oh is what's going on here do you know what I'm saying like so it was just very, it was very weird um and yeah like and a bit of realism man yeah. I needed a bit of realism and it like like honest to God cool it's it's it's, it's mad in it like. See when Eric stood up in the church and that. You think they want to let him walk out? Yeah. Listen. Well, no, this is what got me, yeah. So Eric's storyline was too big. I think great it's a subject. great subject, yeah. And they wrestled with it, yeah. But that needs to you can only have once you've decided you're gonna put this subject in it, yeah, you can only have Eric. <laughs> yeah, you can only have Eric and Otis have storylines. Yeah. And maybe Maeve. Oh my god, no, 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 quickly, 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 quickly. Even another un- unanswered storyline. Eric met the boy in, in the club. The boy, the boy and Eric shared a thing yeah. or whatever, blah, blah, in the toilet. Yeah. yeah. It's never. Yeah. Up and that, they did some, and they did some Mali, I swear. They did Mali, he gave him neck and whatever, blah, blah. And then, like, it's never spoken of again. What? Where's the resolution, yeah, bro? Know. Like, is it meant to not have a resolution? Are we displaying poor media literacy, as a lot of people are today? Is it meant to be like we just show you this and we show you it happens? No, I hear, like, no, I hear that. Then, I hear that. But then, when the pastor comes at the end, this is my problem. It's like you give him, you're not giving me, re- you're not giving me real stuff. Like the pastor, cool. The church didn't accept the money for this place, and I, and obviously that happens. And it, I listen. Anyway, listen out there. I don't do religion in it, so. Do you get me? I don't... That's not my thing. If that's your thing, that's cool, but that's not mine. I do, but so I know, What I'm know saying is, when goes. when they were like, oh, you know, some people don't like what you do and X, Y, Z, so, and, and when he's coming out and blah, blah, no one stood up for him. I hear it. I hear it because that's what would happen. Do you know what I'm saying? But then, don't make the pastor come to the place like, oh, I'm willing to like learn and open and open up the church to blah, blah. Because bro, like in it, like realistically, and it like it's mash in it. 
once again, I don't do religion. That's not that's not gonna happen, bro. Mm. Like, and guess what? Eric would have been fine with that. Do you get me? Because there's there's many people like Eric that try to that that try that come out to their families or come out to like their church or whatever. And guess what? They they're not spoken to. But guess what? Like Eric said, that's my answer. I've got my mum, and that's it. I don't need all the rest of you. Do you get me? And as false as it is, that's real, bro. Do you get me? I hear it. I actually do hear it. And I feel like, I don't know. I, I just wanted to see like that, that having that storyline in it, having a gay man like wrestling with his, uh, with his faith and his religion is a really important one, especially alongside a trans man as well. He's doing the same thing. And I thought the inclusion of Abby being trans, a trans woman, sorry, the inclusion of Abby and her being like, I am religious, like, I don't go to church because of this. I thought it was good, but like, I wanted to see. It was a weird one because the pastor was like, "You can't stay here," but also, he, I'm gonna link up with you at the weekends mm. and help the community. Oh, like, you're the leader of the church. Like, if you say Eric's getting baptized, everyone in that church has to hold it. Yeah. Like, you actually run the <laughs> church all the time, works, bro. Like, and you're showing us that you messed with Eric, bro. Like, you actually messed with him. Take the money and don't tell the church then. Like, like what's going on? Like, there's bad stuff going on, bro. Like, I don't begin, this is not really making sense. Like, and now Eric's like, I'm going to be a pastor. Bro, where you learn theology? Like, like, let's explore some of this. Like, I don't know. And yeah, I can't decide if it is. Maybe I feel like, I feel like what they did was, it was like, this is the last season. And what we're going to do is we're just going to put together every single storyline yeah. that we had left in this tank and we're going to try and put out as many yeah. as we can like or, or maybe it's just because like they really did love these characters and they didn't want to not get yeah. their last storyline off I, I just, I just think like, like I said don't that. rush man like Viv is one of my favourite characters and like my man I didn't really notice the love bombing thing you know which is mad I, cause, like, that's the thing I didn't notice it until I watched it again do you know what I'm saying but then, like when he's grip, like when he's grips that hand, I just thought it come out of nowhere. Like, but but then, once again, is that is that good? Because then it's like not good, but you know what I mean. Like, is it good because it's worked on me? Like, I didn't see it, and then he's grips that hand, and I'm like, whoa, whoa! Like, hold on, Jamal, do you get me? I, I knew he was Buki from the off yeah, but do you know what I really liked about that storyline? He didn't. They didn't make him seem overtly like super violent if you say like we don't know what he was on what he could have been on at later points but it just showed how like he was a bit of a coercer like he he blackmailed her he wasn't comfortable around her being around male friends like it was shown the early signs maybe i was listening because over, i didn't like, i didn't hear that so remember at the funeral he's saying oh jackson's coming to disturb you like jackson's going through it in life yeah and he just goes to sit next to Viv and he's mad. He's like, why are you sitting next to Jackson? Stuff like this. Like, it's just, it was tiny little things. It wasn't major, major things. It was like, um, obviously when they went to the cinema, stuff like that, just small things. He was asking Viv, like, Viv, like, oh, why are you around Jackson? Why are you around Jackson? Don't be around Jackson. Oh, focus on your studies. Like, he was being controlling, but in minute ways. And I thought that was really good because often when we see abuse and control storylines on, like, in these shows, it's about like straight domestic yeah. violence and like the more bigger overt things like 
I'm not letting you out, I'm knocking the door, yeah. da, 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 all of this stuff. Where this showed the very beginning of how someone can be or gets like that, where it's like tiny things. Like, oh, I don't like your, your male best friend over there. You can't chill with him. Where I feel, I don't care. You can't chill with him. No, he can't come around us when we go to cinema. Oh, don't don't go to his yard and chat to him because obviously we need to focus on our studies. Like he's doing yeah, 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 to yeah. why she has to drop him was like the very very like steps one two three as opposed to like normally when you watch on standards and that it's like i'm locking you in this house and i'm beating you and it's like sorry we should give me a trigger warning before there but like it's very overt abuse like sometimes show the subvert thing and show how people end up in these relationships without even realizing because if her friends hadn't been around she probably would have carried on with this guy especially because jackson was so like going through it thinking mm, maybe he's got um he might have cancer or something like this yeah Viv could have ended up in a relationship with my man and they would have felt no way about it like everyone would have just let her so I like that it took everyone else to like be like Viv are you sure like this is not okay this guy's not yeah he's not wavy yeah 100% I, I agree I just think like it lost its it lost its like essence like it, it, it did lose it. Like it just, yeah. It just, it, it, there's just something off all series. I don't know what it is, and I, f- I do feel like what we'll get, and it, and it just seemed like the actors weren't really engaged like that. They was getting that Barbie money. Yeah. They well, to be dude. fair, actually, we've missed out on one of the bigger storylines as well. The postnatal depression storyline with um with um Gillian Anderson. I'd, I'd, I'd that was fantastic. I, I did say from Top huh? I want to see more of that. I said this from Gillian Anderson. I wanted to see way more of like, oh, not Gillian Anderson, sorry, in Top Boy. So obviously, you're talking about Top Boy last. And um, I was kind of saying how I felt like they not danced over it, but like the postnatal depression story with um, yeah. Jack's sister felt so yeah. quick almost. Whereas in this, they did it quite like subtly and shorter, not so short, sorry, subtly but more succinctly. Like, like she straight up said, Listen, I've had a history of depression. I'm depressed right now. I'm struggling. I need my sister to support me. Like, they didn't, they didn't like leave you to assume. They straight up said it on screen, which is important. Yeah. Even her sister being in debt, man, they did. Like this, this is the thing. I actually, if there was one more season of Sex Education, I think you're gonna round out all the storylines. But you know what it is? I think they were realizing the characters are getting old. They're not really looking like sixteen, seventeen, or however however old they were meant to be. But like, I think that's fine. Like, I'm not really, but like, don't get me wrong. Unless you're trying to tell me this person who's twenty five is playing a forty year old, then I'm then I'm okay with it, bro. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'm at the age where I realize, cool. This person, like even in Stranger Things, these kids are like supposed to be 15. It's okay if they're 20. Like it's, all, like it's okay, and it because guess what? <laughs> Time happened, COVID happened, people get older. Do you know what I'm do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like it's mm-hmm. okay, and it like it's it is okay, but I just think it's one of them, in it? But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just think sex education for me this is the worst series that they've brought out because it was just so there was just the thing is, once again, I don't want to come off too negative about this story, but there was so much going on that, like, I just didn't know what what was, like, happening. Like, like again, like, Maeve's mum dying, I just feel like it was very glossed over. <laughs> like, 
Like, do you get me? Like, like. I think it's um. Yeah, maybe I think it was, but also I kind of liked how they're like, yeah, she's an addict. She didn't have many friends. Like, they didn't try to pet too many graces. If you think that's not the term, but they didn't try to mean, like yeah. make yeah. it so simple. Yeah, like. Because maybe obviously had a complex relationship with her mom, as did the brother. The only thing that I didn't like was I'm so sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm so sure. Yeah, maybe had, yeah where was the little sister? You have mom. Didn't see her one time. I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what happened to her because, like, I was like, okay, she's staying with the dad. Is she staying? Like, where is she? Like, I don't. Maybe like, yeah, I'm going back to America. Her brother said I'm going off to do some hard food, and they didn't talk about the little sister again, bro. Like, everyone's just gone. Even if, like, the brother... What would have been a nice way to end it? Yeah, I'm going to go look after the younger sister. I'm going to get clean, and I'm going to look after her. If that... So you get me. You go do your your thing. thing. I'll go do this, because I'll make... uh, My life's fucked, but I'm going to make sure hers is all right. Yeah. And then when we... When you need to come back, we're here waiting, like... Could have done that one, man. I even like. Listen, you know anyone thought? listening, sign me. I am. I've never wrote a TV show before, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I can round off stuff nice. You know. Trust me. How about your script consultants? We'll come in and we'll say, "Yo, this don't make sense." You know. Bro, I would have <laughs> saved the whole. I would have saved the whole show. I would have been like, "Listen, cut that out. Cut this out." Folk. I really like though, like Maeve and her brother yeah. when they come out of the hospital and like. Marjay's past year, the way that they react here, because obviously it's an intense shock and like nobody knows what to say and what to do. Like the way they're trying to play it off, like it's not that deep. Like, like oh, it's like, do you want to get in the car, give you a lift? And he's like, he thinks about it. He's, he's like, nah, I'm gonna go. Like, but wait for Maeve. And they're like, should we take Maeve home? He's like, you know what? I don't know, ask Maeve. And I felt that There's because, like, this. so obviously. For people that don't, don't know, my um, brother passed away. He's coming up to two years, like the end of this month and it's his birthday Friday. And when he passed away, like the way I was now, I'm only looking at it now, like I didn't cry in front of anyone. I didn't like, my, everyone was like, are you all right? I said, I'm fine. I said, what's right? Like I was, I was got, mm-hmm. like, I remember I got told when I woke up in the morning that he was, that he's obviously gone. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like it didn't, it didn't hit me. But then I remember, like I was, I think I, I it caught me off guard. I was playing PlayStation at like, the same night. It's like balling. Like I was just like, like things like that. Do you get me? So I hear what you're saying about like the awkwardness and blah blah. Because blah, like it's lived experiences, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? What I just feel like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but awkwardness is there. Like I was even gonna say when when Otis is talked to Maeve later, yeah. I have a friend, I'm not going to reveal their name yet, but when I was in secondary school, my friend's mum passed away. God rest her soul. Yeah. One my close friend. We'd gone to play football. So obviously, a little bit of time has passed. We've gone to play football with cages as you do. Yeah. You want to make your boy feel well. All this year. And we're joking around as we always do. We're in the chicken shop, getting wings yeah. and chips. And he says, yeah. cheeky to me. Yeah, like, like magic. You know, it's always bad at you. Yeah, it's all. And I've gone to him, yeah. In the way that you only count with your bridges, yeah. Suck your mum. Just off rip. And then I deep and I was like, wait, no, I didn't mean it. Because obviously your mum's passed, isn't it? Like, I love your mum, like. like I said that back straight away. He didn't look at me like silent. I'm like, bro, no, I didn't mean it though, bro. Like, like, and he's like, it's actually fine. Like, it's just a thing that we say, isn't it? Like, 
Like it's just a thing that we say. Like I know you didn't actually mean it. Like if my mum had not passed, you yes, would have said it and you wouldn't have meant it. So you because like, she's you passed, like, it doesn't mean it. This is why we're using re- re- recipes in it because no one can tell me to stop my mum. I'm Jamaican and it's I take that offensive. Do you get me? I nah, I was I was I was mad at him. At the time I was like I was trying to offend him. Like, like it's one of those. But that's what I'm saying, it defused yeah. it instantaneously. Cause I found deep. That's like, bad from you though. You're a bad yo, friend. Mm. I didn't obviously I didn't think it. Like it was an instantaneous do you get it? But like in the when when OC said, Oh, I wish I'd die. Wait, no, I don't wish I'd die. At least not talking about death, you just had someone die. Oh why am I talking about my mum? Like those awkward moments do you have like you don't know what to say to someone or like how to react to it, especially yeah, when it's someone yeah, yeah. you're close to and you're so used to talking frankly yeah. or frivolously, yeah? Because I hear you, like, no random person come to me and say, suck your mum. Mm. But, like, when you get mad at your friends, yeah, you're not going to beat your friend in the face if they say something wild like that. If, if you're actually arguing, in it, you might say, bro, that's not cool. You can't say that. Da-da-da. Relax. But, like, to have that extra weight in the conversation, I think they showed that quite well. And I think, only, I agree with you, season four is the worst episode, uh, or worst season, sorry. Yeah, However, the show as a whole was incredible at showing and highlighting themes that I don't think anyone else can do as well. Like I just I just don't think anyone has yeah, the range. 100%. I agree. I agree. I think my biggest problem is it's like as I said, the storylines were were kind of thrown into us, but like they could have been fleshed out more if they were if they they could have been fought through more and fleshed out more if it was given to us in another season. But obviously, like I said, like it was ended in it, so is what it is. It's it's a bit peak. Um, I want to see all the actors gone. I think they will, man. Um, I think uh, Asha Asha Butter something whatever his name is. I mean, he was in he was in Scorsese before oh, <laughs> before okay. he even did this. He's the boy in striped pajamas. Yeah, he's the boy in striped pajamas. Oh, he's small. That's him, bro. Swear down, he's small. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate that film, yeah, man, you know. That's him. No, I, yeah, I hate it. So Why do, do you hate it? I just feel like. No, I no, no. Do you know what I hate times, it? Who do you feel bad for at the end? Go on. No, you don't. You don't Am feel I bad you? for just the youth, though. Who do you feel bad for? You feel, bad, you feel no, bad for the parents, bro. The Nazi parents. You feel bad for them. I've, I, when I when I deeped oh. it, I said, "This is mad." I said, "I don't like it." I said, "I don't like it." I deeped it because they lose their son yeah. in it, and it's like, nah. It's like, nah. That's wrong. You shouldn't feel bad for them. Do you get me? Like, yeah. you should think, "Fuck!" Like, yes, the little boy is dead, but like, all these all these Jewish people that died and was like gassed for like for what? Do you know what I'm saying? But you feel, you think, oh my God, the family's just lost their, but like, nah, fuck that. Mm-mm, I'm not into it. So that's my thing with it. That's why I don't like it. Do you know that's why it got prat like, it got, so it was rated for being a good film, like in terms of the way it was shot and, mm. and the way it touched people, yeah. But then also people touched on that as well. And they're like, yo, but this is a bit mad because you feel really bad for all of this, these other people. I swear. I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah, people are like yes, it's actually peak. Like, 
But yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't Shmuel. Sorry, he was. Um, oh yeah, he wasn't Bruno. Shmuel. He was yeah, Bruno. No. Yeah. It's a bit peak. It's a bit peak. That film got mad controversy for the exact reasons you're saying. Rest in peace. All the people lost their life. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, I think so. Obviously, his career is already is moving, bro. He did Boy Shot Pajamas. He did a Scorsese film. And now you, you're lead character in a Netflix show. That oh, yeah. He, he, he did good. Hugo in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's gone, man. This thing's gone. He's clear. Obviously, Maeve and now and Cutie. Cutie's in Doctor Who, but the three of them were in Barbie, so you already know their thing's set. <laughs> like from when they you were getting the Barbie call up, that's basically Emma, Hollywood Emma, saying, Emma, yeah, Emma Mackie. You see you, Mackie, Mackie. Yeah. Mackie, yeah. it's Mackie. I think it's Mackie. You're right. But from when you're getting cast in something like Barbie, yeah, that's basically French like, as well. Seen your thing. We seen your thing. We know what you're on. Oh, we're she did a new film called that Hot thing. Milk. We will be there. We will be there. We will be you there. will be there. Yo, I didn't see Hot Milk, milk is, on. Hot milk Yo, is a crazy that. film title name. <laughs> like what? Like, She's what? Go on to Wikipedia. It says. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. I'm TBA, actually, Hot um, Milk. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm looking at it. It's going to be on movie, actually. Yeah, I think it's already out. I'm looking at the other milk and offer, and it's yeah, it's not at all oh. what you were thinking. <laughs> Literally, but it is exploration of sex that features um a daughter and a mother. It's interesting. I think there will be some hot milk for you. It's great. There will be some hot milk for you. Yeah, enjoy. Um, so yeah, they're good. good. Chuti, Chuti Gatwa. Um, I, I reckon him because he is Kenyan, I believe, which is close enough to being Ugandan. And you know, us East Africans have to stick together. Oh no, he's even Rwandan, which is even closer. So you know, for that reason, I back him. Also, one time I saw him in um in Oxford Circus, and I. Uh, he was like, yo, what go on? And it was when Sex Education first come out. So he was just walking about calmly. But you know me, and I'm watching something as soon as it lands. First week, whole season. I was like, rah, you're Eric. He was like, rah, you want Sex Education? I was like, yeah, man. I mean, he didn't know how big it was going to be by then. Like, obviously, he did a couple of magazine covers and that. Obviously, it's out. But it's literally season one. So he's I'm a normal guy from ENDS. Yeah, yeah. I can walk about Oxford Circle. Circus, no one's going to care. I'm all like, yo. Judy, <laughs> he's like raw, like you know, that was sick. Big up him. That's that was a great interaction. Um, I'd like to see Nile do more things. I feel like Nile has been in a lot of things. I want to make sure, but I feel like he's been in a few things. I've, or is it Neil? It must be Neil. We've been calling him Nile this whole thing. Yeah, it's Neil. Wow, you know Neil's real name in real life is oh no 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 tell her. It's not Neil. What is the guy's name? The Billy. What's his name? Well, he's portrayed by Connor Swindles. Yeah. It's Adam. It's Adam. His name is Adam. And I know him from doing BBC drama. He was on SAS Rogue Heroes, which was called. Absolutely great. 
Um, I want to see him be in a lot more films. Like, I think I think he's actually quite good because I've seen him in SAS World Heroes and I've seen him in Sex Education and they're quite different. And the fact that you managed to pull both of those off well, I think you, you've got a future. And I think it's great that they had loads of trans actors on there, yeah. non-binary actors. Like Cal, for example, is non-binary. I don't believe they're actually trans. I can't tell you for sure, but I know that they're non-binary. They're from Sudan, another neighbouring country of Uganda. And, um, you know, they've dealt with being non-binary their entire life and what that means in kind of relation to their home country and religion. So they're obviously born Muslim, but don't identify with the religion, but identify with it as a culture because they are from Sudan. And that's quite a big thing to be to be LGBTQ TIA plus in those places because obviously it's, it's actually a danger to your own safety, let alone to your like social status and all of that. So I'd like to see um, Cal in other things, many other things. And also something that you may not know, the actress, actor who plays Cal, they, them, um, is actually a successful musician. Yeah, I'm reading now. I'm reading USA. I want to say that they have a song with Rags Original, but I might be making that up. I'm pretty sure they do. And also with Amore. Very good music, you know. I would listen to it. I would definitely advise the listeners listen to it. But yeah, getting in all of those trans actors and actresses and someone like George Robinson, who plays Isaac, who is disabled and giving them great roles and not defining them by their role. So obviously, in Isaac's case, yes, Isaac is disabled, but that's not the defining character trait of his of his role. The defining role is him almost being a prick and then having a character arc yeah. and being a better person and then fighting someone that they like. Like, that's really important, man. It, it almost normalises things for us. Like, we should see more disabled actors and actresses and trans people acting. Like, it's sick. Yeah. Do you want anything else to add before we get out of here? That's it. I'm uh what are you looking forward to watching? Oh the David Beckham um documentary tomorrow. Oh yeah, man. That's even as an Arsenal fan, that's that's the goal. He's not the goal, he's not better than like Henri or Burkamp to me, but he's in my top five. He might even be in my top four, you know. I think it might go Henri Burkamp Vieira. Fair enough, fair enough. You know you got love for the ops. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, you, got you know what it is, though? Yeah, like, I've got love for one of your guys right now, Martin Odegaard. I think he's so cold. Like, honestly, I take him down. Like, that's, yeah. that's my... That's, that, that, yeah. Bro, I love him. I don't know what it is. I just love him. But, um, yeah, no. Beckham is, I think, the most disrespected footballer of all time. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I think because of his superstardom, I think that people forget that he was really balling out. Like, you don't get to Real Madrid just for being good looking. Like, yeah, do you get me? Yeah. Like, you don't... Bro, Real Madrid in their peak, Galacticos, uh, you don't, get, you don't get these peak. things because one, yeah. good looking, yeah. and you date fucking, up. Um, Victoria. But, like, you don't get these things in football, innit? David Beckham was actually out here balling and a lot of men need to remember that's my least favourite thing about the youth then. Like, I see a lot of the kids on football tour, and I realise they're kids because I see a Man United fan say, I've never watched my team lift the Champions League. Like, 
And I was like, okay, you must have been three the last time United won the Champions League. Because when was the last time you won it? Like, oh, nine. Three? Not I, was that like, long ago. I was like, fuck it. Not you. I'm talking about... Oh, like, yeah, like, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Yeah, oh, wait. Like, bro, that's not that... It is long ago, 15 years ago, but it's not that long ago. Like, if you are... Like let's say twenty three, you could say you've seen your team win that trophy. You get it. So when I'm seeing United fans online say, "Oh, I've never seen my team win this trophy," I'm thinking, "Oh, I get it. This is why you lot disrespect players because you're actually so young. Like you actually will sit there and talk down on Beckham. Like Beckham is not one of the greatest footballers to ever be at United. I feel like people don't really they think, "Oh, he could just cross that." He's what you lot think Trent is. No disrespect to Trent, Trent is a great player as well, yeah. But Beckham was doing all of this stuff on the wing from time, G. Like, he was crazy. He was actually crazy. Big him up. Looking forward to that documentary. I'm looking forward to... There's a fake shake documentary on Amazon that I'm looking forward to watching um, about a guy who posed as a shake in the noughties and got all of these, like, news stories out of celebrities. He, like got arrested, all of this is a big thing. I think Sheikh Jassim is a fake Sheikh as well, so I think it's super interesting, that's why I'm watching it. But it's so serious, relating back to United, I'm being so serious. I don't think Sheikh Jassim is real. I've seen two pictures of him, and one of them, he looks like any Adam from, like, Barking. You can't tell me that's a real Sheikh, I'm not having it. So, yeah, I'm really interested to watch fake Sheikh. And then the series on the Continental on Amazon as well, very much looking into getting into that. I might watch it tonight, actually, after the Champions League. But yeah, that's it. This has been played in full. Say goodbye, CJ. Goodbye, guys. Wow, yeah, gonna wash your asses. No, because no, listen, there's bed bugs about, and people are, people are playing with them on the okay. train. That's disgusting. Don't touch them. If you see them, squash them immediately. Um but yeah, stay away from Paris. I can see they're already in Birmingham and London now, apparently. This was a week ago, the video on Twitter says. Um, so yeah, wash your asses in a bit. What CJ said, innit? If you get bed bugs, stay at home, don't leave the house, get fumigator. We're not trying to we're not trying to do that. I am a young professional who lives alone. I can't afford to burn all of my bed sheets and curtains. Just fumigate your rooms, bro. Just fumigate them. I'm fumigating mine tomorrow, so I hear it. Yeah, we're out. Sports Social Podcast Network.